0: Of the show. Be sure to check us out at bearded being coffee company for your very own bag of shipwreck show coffee. Let the taste and aroma of hazelnut stimulate your senses as you kick back, relax and catch the next live. And for all your health and wellness needs, be sure to check us out at rogershood.com for products to help cleanse your body of unwanted toxins, helping you live your best life. Use shipwreck five for 5% off any of your Rogers Hood products and start the journey of cleansing your body of worms today. We also have a variety of tumblers, beer glasses, and coffee mugs for your drinking pleasure. All the links needed for that are listed below in the description and in the about tab of Hit This Here channel. Be sure to hit the like button, which helps push us further out into the algorithm. And if you're new here and like what you see, be sure to hit the subscribe and the bell so you don't miss a show. I also wanna give a shout out to all of our YouTube members who help us keep the lights on. For five bucks a month, you get access to fun emojis, first look at the weekly guests, and access to shows that may not be streamed publicly. To join the crew, simply click the join button or the link listed here in the description. With that all being said, you guys, as always, I love your faces. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for your support. Thank you for everything and enjoy the show. Bye, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning and welcome to the Shipwreck Show. So, buy followers, primes, and viewers on my... Hey, we don't buy followers here. That's a bot on my end. Yeah. Sorry. Come on why you don't apologize he should apologize get out of my stream twitch actually you could stay and watch twitch Fuck you twitch
1: fucking just kidding
0: twitch thank you i love you twitch please don't leave me because i don't know how long we're going to get to be here (laughs) golly good morning ladies and gentlemen good morning and welcome to the shipwreck show my name is shipwreck and i will be your host and today is tuesday so it is escaping the matrix with clean of the flock herself with her internet and her kentuckiness Hello, logical one. Good morning. It's good to see you. Kim Brown. Good to see you. Double A and Glenn live all day. We, I feel like it. we're not live tonight though. That's we have tonight off tiger. Good morning. It's shit mess. I saw you in here. Purple princess, uh, little wolf. I saw you in here and Holly and crazy training, and Megan and Raquel. You guys. Good morning. Welcome to the live. Angie Powell. Look at you, beautiful face. Good morning. It's good to see you. Lori. Good morning. Mama Jackson, Heather. Hello. Hello. Good morning good morning Becca good
1: morning. hi how are you Feels I'm good really over to like talk to you for the camera right
0: I know I do the same thing but like <laughs> it, it's getting
1: easier like it's getting a lot more it's just I'm gonna have fine. to Everything everything can you just send me a picture of your face so that I can put it here so that I can feel like I'm still talking to you can we do that I can. Yes, I, I'll draw one actually for you. I'll, I'll I'll
0: make it happen right now. Here we go. Uh, next. Oh, look at somebody already drew something in here. Would you look at that? I don't know what that is. Can you guys see that? It's not a penis, which I'm thankful for. Hey, so, we're almost there.
1: We're almost there.
0: We're almost there. My kids love to come in here and draw like secret penises all over my stuff in my office. And they think it's just hilarious. And I'm a boy. I don't think it's boys. Uh, you started a cleanse today. Oh, your worm cleanse? We
1: can't uh, talk about uh, the worm Club. We can't. We
0: can't. Shh, Angie, uh, Holly. Good morning. Good morning, Abe. No. Abby J. Mabel. Good morning. Stop. Double and Glenn. Stop. Look at my new digs, Double and Glenn. I don't know if you saw. So we moved, Becca. We're downstairs. Um, we you kind of talked about this last night. I,
1: I love it. I love it. It's mm-hmm. a very like, oh, vibe. I'm digging
0: it. Yep. It's very. It's very zen. This is just a corner. Like the rest of this room is not finished. It probably looks like your she shed. Um, but the corner is definitely finished and I I'm here for it. I do. I love it. Good morning. Um, are you warm yet? Yes, I am. I've got a heater. Last night we almost started on fire. It's it is colder down here. Uh, so we have a space heater that's under the desk and I touched it last night with my ankle in it. It hurt because it's hot. Um, so we almost started yeah, on fire. Does,
1: that will happen. That will happen. Yeah. It will get hot. It
0: will adjust, and if it falls over, though, it shuts off. So well, that's good. We're also well. That's good. Accidental. Good morning. Okay, so it'll we're be here. Computer. It's Tuesday. Be
1: for your computers, though. If it stays cooler, it will be, be better for your system. Yeah,
0: that's well, and everything's yeah. It'll be it's, be. it's gonna be. It's gonna be good. It's a very intimate setting. Yes. Feel the intimacy. Somebody told me the other day. They're like, it's just, it's, it's really professional looking, and I didn't realize that that's it what is. we were going for. Look at the turtles, like. They just, they match. We're like in our own aquarium and our Batman. And my 4F is still upstairs. We're getting that downstairs. I have some housekeeping items. <clears throat> One, Um, Just Justin. We are going to start. I've had a lot of people ask if Just Justin can be weekly. Yes, he is going to be weekly, but we probably can't start it until June. Just so you guys know. Um, And I don't know what that's going to look like yet. It depends on his schedule and, and our schedule and what that, how it's all going to kind of fall together. But Yes, look for Just Justin to be a weekly staple here on the shipwreck Show. Two, we have shirts. Uh, we talked a little bit about this last night. I wasn't ever going to make shirts. I like my bar glasses fine, but I found a really cool logo and it actually looked really good on apparel. And so we do have shirts. The link is in my bio. Um, they range all, I did all the shirts on it. So like, if you want the cheap shirt, you can get the cheap one. If you want the more expensive one, you can get that. The link for that is in my bio, uh, three. And last but not least, we are banned on TikTok on both accounts right now from posting for seven days. Thanks to um, some Canadian leftist who has a uh, penile envy problem. So we're not going to be making any Tiki Talks for the next seven or so days. So if you want to see uh, our beautiful face, you're going to have to come here to the, the YouTube's Tell Your Friends. That's it. That's what I got for <laughs> housekeeping items. Enjoy that. <laughs> Color me shocked. I know, me too. Actually, I was kind of shocked because here's the problem. You now, here's the problem I ran in with the Tiki tock. So they did. I made a video. <laughs> I made a He made a video for me first. I missed it. I made a video. My video went down. His video stayed up. And then like three of my other videos went down. And then a bunch of my comments got reported. And they were just comment. I don't comment anything even report worthy in, in the comments because I know better. And, uh, but a couple of them did actually go down. I won all of my appeals. All of them. I got all my videos back. I got my comments back. I'm still banned from, from posting or going live on both accounts. So, you know, he's really got it on for you then. Man, he's just, he's like, he, he's one of those 40 year old men that wears like the gamer heads. Like he plays games, like he's got a Twitch to scream. And I'm not hating on that, like, fine. But it's, we're don't not, come a, don't, league, don't come at me. Though,
1: we're not in the same, yeah, we're, in,
0: we're not even in the same fucking country at this point. Like yeah, you're out here you're, you're maple syrup.
1: <sighs> fucking troll. Okay. I think that's, like, it's free to scroll. Does everybody forget that? Hey, TikTok, are you listening? It's free to scroll. Like, it really is. It, if you don't. It really is.
0: <laughs> the problem with Knucklehead over here is, like, that I, is his content, though, Becca. So his content is taking people that go against the. I know the who you I went. I, I did. Yeah. I did the
1: click. I his, watched the videos.
0: That's his whole content. And so, and, and at first I was pretty fired up PMSing and I pissed off anyway. So I did. I kind of went at him and I'm like. You got you got a big account here on TikTok. You ain't done shit with it. Like you're sitting there. You ain't done nothing with it. And it, immediately when I did the video, I was like, you know, I'm going to leave it. But I probably feel like I shouldn't done this. video. And not that I because I was afraid I was going to lose my account or anything. But because I we don't I don't know at, that that's lost its luster. Now I can remember like being that guy like this is what I did. Like I went after people or I, you know, I, I would do comments. So if you come to my page and you're a shitty human being, you're going to get replied to and after a while i'm like then we started the show and i kind of moved everyone to instagram and then we did the telegram and it became more of a a just information like just keeping people aware and it it got away from that and it's really interesting um it was like a stark contrast as to what we do like you and i because you're you're all over too you're everywhere right and we we provide information and, and we focus on talking to our people more so now than doing the clapbacks and he just, he can't get away from that. Like there's, he was even in my comments two nights ago because apparently like a lot, he made like six videos and none of them were doing anything. They weren't going anywhere. So he came into my comments and he was trying to bait people so that he could take the comment, blow it up and make fun of them. And, you know, cause that's what he does. And I'm like, why well, you're just having a slow night? Like what it's just, you're, you're going to do nothing just with this. In there. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do when TikTok becomes obsolete? And it's getting there. People are just, people are going to truth or people are doing other things. And TikTok is just becoming obsolete. And as Instagram too gets better and better with its reels, what are you going to do when TikTok becomes like a, a another Facebook that nobody's on anymore? And it's just full of bots. Like, where yeah. are you going to go? Nowhere. Nowhere. Because you don't Return. have anything set up. Yeah. You don't have anything set up, you don't have anything else to say other than to make yeah. fun of people. That's what you do, right? And eventually the yeah. novelty on that is wearing off, and that's that's where he's at now. I know. Well, I don't know that he does suck, but oh fuck that guy. I have a little compassion for him because like his his the novelty of his content's wearing off. People just don't care and people don't want to see it anymore, and so they stop watching. So it's very interesting. Look at my turtles,
1: look at him, look at him. I love your turtles.
0: I know. Okay. Enough being in the lower vibration things to knucklehead. Let's move on. We have, a, we have a topic today. We do
1: have a topic.
0: You brought this topic to me last night. Now, talk to the people about this topic and why specifically you wanted to talk about this topic.
1: Yeah. So, you know, and it's always like, it seems to be like 24 hours before our show. we'll like message each other like, hey, here's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. And I'm here. It for always it, works best. I, that. I, yeah, it does. And I hadn't. And I hadn't heard anything from you yet. And I was like, you know what? And then I'll, I'll kind of back up to about my day that led me to that. But I was like, this is going to be a really good show topic. Like, I want to talk about this. And I want to talk about fears and insecurities and overcoming them. Okay. And I found a site because I know you like to pull stuff up. We don't have to do that yet, though. Um, and then I okay. found... A quote, too, that I forgot to send you. I just sent it to you. So, but it says, you must realize that fear is not real. It's a product of thoughts you create. Do not misunderstand me. Danger is real, but fear is a choice. And I think that that's really important because this um, yesterday, it was a shit show at the short Farms mm-hmm. flocking property. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got put in a couple positions where I was afraid. Like, I was like, fuck, man, like, this is like to my core. Like, I'm, my whole body is shaking. I don't want to do this. And I did it and I was fine. And it was like, it was like one of those moments. I was like, fuck, like, I did that.
0: Do we get to know what that was? Like, are you okay talking about it? Okay. Oh, yeah.
1: So I don't like, I don't like heights. Like, I'm okay if I'm strapped into something. Like, I can do the slingshot ride, like, I can do the roller coasters. I'm okay if I'm strapped in and I have that, like, security. Safety net blanket thing, right? Mm-hmm. But we had to put the roof on the chicken coop, and Dirty Dan was like, "I don't know if the roof is going to hold me. You're going to have to climb up there and screw the roof down." I'm like, "The fuck, I'm getting up there." Uh-uh. <laughs> He's like, "What are you afraid of heights?" I'm like, "I'm not afraid of heights. I'm afraid of the sudden stop when I fall from said mm-hmm. heights. Like, it's not even. It's not the heights. It's not the fall. It's it's hitting the ground that scares me, right?" Right, right. Know, like, what if the what if I like fall off the ladder? Like my leg fucking like goes to the wrongs. Like all of these things are just flashing before my head. Like it's it was windy as fuck too. So like a gust of wind is gonna come and there goes the queen across the property. Right? Like I'm just gonna, bye.
0: Flamingos don't fly. I don't know if
1: you know this. They don't usually fly. Flamingos fly. Kind of. They fly like turkeys. No, they turkeys can fly. Chickens can't fly very well. Okay, fine. Well, fly- you're you're you don't. They, how far
0: okay. do they fly? I got I, okay. Keep they going. Migrate. They thing. migrate. They
1: migrate. Shit! Oh shit! How do <laughs> I not know that? I don't know anything about flamingos. Turkeys like that. They roost in trees.
0: Or, yeah, but they fly like up or they fly short
1: distances. They don't fly like hawks do. They like jump. I mean, in them. not like hawks, but I mean, now you're comparing apples and oranges. Gosh, <laughs> Just <anyway>. finish. <laughs> I did the thing though, right? Like I got up on the roof, okay, like okay. Where I got the battery, like he gave me power tools. It was the whole, I'm not allowed to have super glue, but somehow I got power tools. So right. we did that. And then I had to go ride this horse Uh, for the lady that I have my horse with. She need help for her show. So, which was super exciting because I got to ride again. But I'm going to pull out and Chris is like, oh, hey, let me look at your truck because I had mentioned that my truck was making this weird noise. Uh huh and he's looking at it and he starts checking stuff and my lug nuts are loose I'm like fuck it I have these tight spacers on my truck right those are coming off today because as he was going to tighten my lug nuts five of the fucking studs snapped off in his hand so I was short five studs in my tires and he's like you're oh, no. not driving this truck anywhere yeah and I'm like well fuck okay. like, I gotta go like I gotta go to the barn right right so I learned real quick yesterday how to drive a dually for the first time in my life on my back roads down my driveway.
0: <laughs> What's a dually? It
1: was terrifying. A dually, it's got four tires on the back, right? Like it's wider, like a dually truck. Okay. Oh, oh right. Oh, oh, so it's like got the, six. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So Dirty Dan's got a dually truck. I've never driven a dually before. Like I can drive a truck. Like I'm all set, but never driven a dually. So you have like this much room on either side of your tires between the lines. And these back roads where they're not wide enough to begin with, like it was a little, it was a little terrifying. And I was just sitting in the truck going, okay, like I couldn't raise the seat up any higher. So I'm like a little bit struggling to like see over the, fucking right. of the truck. And it was terrifying, but I did it. And it was another one of those moments where like, this was all in my head. Like I had, I had, completely went out of ego into shadow and like talked myself out of the fact that we've had this truck since we moved here since November. This is the first time that I've driven it. I haven't even wanted to drive it because I've been so, oh my God, I'm going to like run something over. I'm going to fuck something up. Like it's his truck. Dear God. Like I couldn't do it. And I did it. And it was just, it was just one of these moments that I had. Like I was, I was proud of myself for that. And it's not often, I guess, compared to the past that I've been able to, recognize that in myself and actually be proud of me. And I feel like that's a huge turning point in this journey and in this coming into self and being self-aware and being centered and understanding the difference between confidence and being cocky and that you can actually have confidence and that that fear is just your insecurities.
0: And sometimes you gotta fake it. Like when it comes to that, cause like you said, you didn't wanna get on the roof. You didn't wanna drive the truck. But you have to get it, and we did the same. When when we came to Kentucky, that entire week was a fucking mess. But I had to like fake the whole thing, like driving through St. Louis over that itty bitty little bridge because it's all under construction. So you've got a lane that's this big, like terrified. And but I'm faking it because I got my kids, and I'm like, no, it's fine. Everything is fine. Everything is just we're good, and we're good. But now, like now you can, I can do all the stuff. Like I can whip Kermit in and out. I've got no qualms of towing Kermit anywhere with anything. Like I can back it in. I've got myself in such harrowing positions with that stupid camper. And on that trip and then the trip to Arizona wasn't any better that I feel like now I can literally do anything. Like when it comes to towing Kermit or really anything else. And I had never towed anything in my whole life. Like I had driven a combine. But I'd never, or I pulled wagons, but I never nothing like that, nothing thousands of miles, and but now I feel like I can do anything. So do you feel like now you can get on any roof and you can drive any truck, or are you still kind of like, man? I mean,
1: kind of. It does definitely, it does definitely boost that confidence, right? Like mm-hmm. I can do this, like that, and it it kind of negates that fear and it also, I think the other thing that I wanted to talk about is like those past experiences, right? Those, mm-hmm. those manipulate your fear, right? Because if you had a, t- if I, I've crashed my truck, right? Like I've crashed my truck. That fear is, is real. Like I felt that, but this experience kind of now negates that a little bit, right? Like it, it lessens mm-hmm. it because I was able to do this, right? Like I've never fallen off of a roof, but I went up on a roof and I didn't fall off. So now like that's mm-hmm. a little less, right? Like I can I can do that again. I don't know if I'll get up on the house, like, but I'll I mean I gotta go back up there and finish the rest of the roof and I'm okay with that.
0: So really quick with the TikTok, TikTok you'll have to direct them. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can you can direct them to her Twitch. her Twitch. We're live on her Twitch, we're live on my Twitch, we're live on YouTube. If somebody in there just yeah. wants to put a comment in there to direct yes. them somewhere.
1: Yes.
0: Um this is yeah, Let's we've go. we've got the we're gonna work with with Becca and her internet issues until we get it figured out. It'll I, be better
1: once. Well, we get I'll just sit here and stare. You. It will be better once we get into the shack. I have I'm decent about service it. out there. So I want to. I want to talk about.
0: Okay, I want to talk about the quote that you sent me. So you must realize yeah. that fear is not real. It's a product of thoughts you create. Do not misunderstand me. Danger is very real, but fear is a choice. You I think. um, well, I gotta put it up? Yeah. Well, maybe. Hold on. Do, 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 looking out my back door. Buzzinga, There it is. Hey. So I want to talk about this for a few minutes. Hey. And I want to talk about it because it's this is something, I've seen this quote before, and it's something that has kind of stuck with me uh, for a really long time. I'm not afraid of much. Uh, it doesn't take, I, I'm really not. I, I don't have a lot of fears. Um, I have a lot of anxiety and like, oh, Yeah. And over, I overthink a lot because I'm, and I'm working through that, but I don't even necessarily look at that as being a fear. Um, it's just, I'm on constant lookout for the dangers, right? So what do you think is the difference between like what a danger is versus what people fear? Does that make sense? Like, what do you think the difference is?
1: So like, I, I always go back to horses with a lot of this, right? Like there's people that are terrified of horses where like, if that horse moves its head or sneezes or blows its nose how they do right like that person's freaking out and they're running away whereas understanding the danger where i'm going to be cautious around walking around the back end of a horse that i don't know because i know the danger of getting kicked
0: do you feel like maybe
1: so maybe like
0: fear is is more replaced with caution and experience then right and this is where i think when you're afraid of something and then you do it anyway you do it scared i always i tell my kids this constantly when they are afraid to do something as as i get down i look at them and i say well then we're gonna do it what and they're like well we're gonna do it afraid then exactly because once you do it once then you kind of understand it turns it goes from yeah. Being being afraid of doing something to just being cautious doing something mm-hmm. and being smart about doing
1: something. Right. And I think that it's also fear is also a lack of understanding. Right. You don't know. I agree. About it. You don't have that experience. So you're, of course, you're afraid of it.
0: Now I think that also contributes a lot to some of the things that are going on now. Right. Like people, when they talk about misinformation, that we spread all this misinformation. Well, it's not a misinformation. You just don't understand and you don't want to at this point um, where we're coming from with it and how we see things. And it, it's interesting because I'm not afraid of anything that you have to say. I'm not afraid of, of the new world order or the agenda or anything like that because I understand it. And I understand what we need to do to not play or not comply to it. I think fear, I think, I don't think fear is real at all. I think, I think you're hit it on the head when you said fear is just a misunderstanding. A lack of, of understanding. The situation. Right. Of the situation. Mm-hmm. And now you had sent me an article. Do you want to go through this too? So this is um, 10 after
1: just, me. Yeah. I was just pulling stuff to kind of like back what I was wanting to talk about. I skimmed it. I mean, we don't have to go through it if you don't want to. I was just pulling content just if you wanted something. I like love it. it. So, well, and I, mean, I like I like affirmations. I mean, yeah, it's things. just kind of like some affirmations to boost your confidence, which I feel is important. And like they, it all kind of ties together, right? Like confidence, fear, insecurities, right? Because things that that you're insecure about, you're also going to be fearful of. And there's there's no reason to be insecure about those things because it's at the end of the day, it's it's who you are, right? Like I used to be really insecure about a lot of things personally about myself right and now it's i just i own it and honestly like those insecurities are kind of my biggest flex
0: you know what i mean like mine too right (laughs) yeah i'm here for that like i i borderline when you talked about the difference between confidence and cocky and and i say this a lot like i'm not really arrogant because i i don't know i know that i don't know everything but i i am cocky i am probably lean more towards the size of cocky because even though i don't know everything I know where to go find it and I know where I need. Yeah, I'm willing to go and and teach myself about something and and learn everything that I need to learn about that specific thing in order to come back and have a valuable argument or conversation about it. So I do borderline on the side of of of, of cockiness, but I think a lot of that too comes from experience. Now, would you agree that as you go through life, I've said this before, I feel like people that are kind of like the way that we are had really hard lives or maybe not really hard, but hard in in our sense, right? Like maybe had tougher lives. Do you feel like maybe those kind of people, it's almost like you earn it, right? Like nothing worse can happen to me at this point. Like the worst thing that could have ever happened to me has already happened. Like we've been homeless, like we've lost our house. The lights have been shut off. We've had no money and no money coming in at one point. I mean, we've, we've been in some pretty perilous uh, situations and and I'm kind of at this point where we're like, we're nowhere near that. And and so it really helps kind of alleviate. But do you think that experience has something to do
1: with people's fear? Maybe? I, I, I think it goes back to lack of understanding, lack of experience. Like, and let's take, let's take horses and let's take driving Kermit, for instance, right? Like, you know that you can pull that trailer and you can drive it anywhere. Someone who is just coming into driving, right? Who's never driven before, they're just getting their license, they're just they have zero experience. First of all, driving, second of all, pulling anything, right? They're not going to be able to have the same confidence level or go into it as securely, right? Because you know how to you can do that shit in your sleep, right? You know how to back it up, you know which way to turn the wheel. Well, like they have to think about every single, every single step. And right. same with Horses, right? Like I can move flawlessly around horses. I, mm-hmm. I can, I can ride, I can do all of those things. I know what I'm mm-hmm. doing. It's second nature to me at this point, you having no experience with horses or very little experience, you're going to be cautious, right? You're going to, you're going to, you're going to ask questions. You're going to be like, Hey, like, is this, is this okay that I do this? How do I do this? You're going to be very much from the seat of an observer, right? To take in all of that knowledge and watch what happens before you try to apply that skill
0: so what are some ways that you think people can take themselves out of a fear mindset and into more of a courageous mindset because re- really that's kind of what it is right either you're you're afraid or you're you're gonna be courageous you'll have to do it afraid right what what are some things that people like besides doing it scared I mean and, I, and you do that you if you are afraid to do something but you have to do it you're gonna have to do it scared. And yeah. it's okay to shake and it's okay to be cautious and to go slow. But what are some other ways that maybe people can come out of that fear state?
1: In in your opinion? Well, I actually I have firsthand experience with this. Like when Chris Dirty Dan, Chris, Dirty Dan. When Dirty Dan and I were doing I don't know what the fuck to call him. It's um okay. <laughs> my the big guy, right? When right. Uh, when we were doing the roof and I was like at the bottom of the ladder and I was just kind of like standing there for a second and I'm, I'm shaking. I'm like, I don't want to get up mm-hmm. on that roof. And he was like, what's the matter? And I'm like, I'm scared. And he was like, well, what are you scared of? And I'm like, I'm, I'm scared of falling through the roof. And he mm-hmm. was like, well, it's brand new plywood. It's going to be okay. Like the supports aren't rotted. Like it's, it's good. It's able to hold the weight of the plywood already, which is about the weight of you, right? Like we're all, mm-hmm. we're going to be good. And he kind of just t- he goes i'm right here i'm holding the ladder like the ladder's not going to fall out from underneath you and he was like mm-hmm. just go slow so take and it was that kind of like like why are okay so what are you scared of like i understand that you're scared to get on the roof but what in particular are you scared of? so i think breaking it down which which also ties into shadow work too because it's all about breaking it down to that root figuring out that initial cause for that and then figuring that out because at the end of the day Based on my experience and what I've seen, when you actually break it down, it's not that it's not that big as what you've made it out to be, right? Like you've gotten in your head with all this stuff, and you've had all these other people fucking drop their bullshit on you too, right? So this little tiny thing has become this huge thing that now you're afraid of. But when you actually break down all those layers and peel back all of that shit that it doesn't even belong to, you realize that it's it's okay. It's gonna be okay. I-
0: I've had the same experience I've I've had and not really with heights or really anything in particular, but like I said, I I carry a lot of anxiety. And so a big part of anxiety is exactly what little wolf is saying um, down here below. It's about control. When you learn what you can't control every single thing and its outcome, you learn to let go of the fear. That was huge for me because I, I lived in such a state of of panic and planning and constantly for years. For years, and I don't know if this was programmed. I don't know if it was trauma. I don't know if it's just the way I am. But for years, I would live in this constant state of of what ifs. And what if this happens? and constantly hitting the marks. And what if that happened? What if this happened? And I would have, when things would happen, I would get really, really upset. And, and I want to say scared, maybe. But it was more just like, I, I don't know. Maybe scared. But then somebody sat me down. And, and I had a mentor at the time. That's a long time ago. But he sat me down and he's like, "Ship. I'm going to go. I'm going to do something with you because I'm like I'm in the, I'm panicking." And that was I wasn't even remember what it was. but Like I thought I was going to lose my job and I was a single parent. That was what it was because I'd fuck something up. And he's like, "Ship, what is the worst thing that's going to happen?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm going to get fired." And he's like, "Okay, so then what?" And I'm like, "Well, then I'm going to find a new job." And he's like, "Okay, so then what?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm going to have to work with the new." and like every time he came he's like, it's just are are the lights are you gonna let the lights get shut off and i'm like well no i mean because we paid three months in advance (laughs) you know we paid everything and he's like okay so what is the worst thing that's going to happen and he's like nothing he's like you'll have to find a new job ship and you'll find a new job and you'll get paid just as much and you will you'll be just as successful he's like and then and i'm like well then we're going to get evicted from our apartment and he's like how long is that going to take well they have to give you 90 days he's like and you're not going to be able to find another job in 90 days well no And every time he did this, I came down a little more and a little more. And then eventually we got to like the bottom. And what I had done to fuck up wasn't even that bad. Realistically, that wasn't going to lose my job like it was an accident. And he's like this. But I did this with. So now I do this with everything and I do it with my kids, too. Every time I can see them starting to overthink something, I'm like, what's the worst that's going to happen if you do this? And they're like, well, it's going to be broken. OK, so then what? Well, then I'm going to have to get a new one. OK, so then what? And then even, you can see almost like the look of relief on their face, uh-huh. because I think people get so hung up in the what ifs and and the fear of of the bad part of what could happen, that it's really hard for them to see the forest through the trees at that point. And I think we are all living in that perpetual state right now, like everybody's so focused on the bad things that are going on in the news. Or like, okay, so food shortages, right? This is all, all, all I'm hearing about is food shortages. Everybody's like, we're not gonna have enough food. And it's like, okay, what happens if you go to the store and there isn't any bread? What are you gonna do? Well, I'm gonna go and, and get something else. Like I'm gonna get Sarah. Okay. So um what happens if the the entire grocery stores are wiped out? What are you gonna do? Well, I'm going to go through my pantry and I'm going to look and see what we have and I'm going to sit down and put it all out and I'm going to make a plan and I'm going to meal plan this out. Okay. So the first step we need to do then is to put ourselves in the best position for that day, right? So when you go to the store, just buy a few extra things, buy a few extra box meals, right? Mac and cheese. It's 97 cents. Buy 10 boxes of mac and cheese. That is a meal a day for you. And, and realistically, you only need to eat once a day if you were in a dire strait, right? So, okay. So now you've got at least 30 days of meals. So then what's going to happen? Then what are you going to do? What's going to happen after that? And then they're like, well, everything, you know, everything will either level out or it'll all fall apart. But then what are you going to do? You're going to go talk to your neighbor, right? And you guys, you're going to form a community. This is what's going to happen. And so you living in this perpetual state of, of what if and, and being afraid that there's not going to be any food and there's a food shortage isn't helping you because that's all you can think about. So you're not you're not planning. You're not thinking about the day when that happens. You need to think about the day when that happens. The day you walk into the grocery store, And there's no food. Okay, so then what are you gonna do? Well, you've already got a plan because you've been thinking about this for a month. See, I know you've got a plan. Then look at that, and it it just immediately brings you back down to a place of uh, back down, back down to like out of your head, because we're so scared. Like brings you, and then you're able to plan effectively and efficiently, and you're able to take the fear away from it and take control of a situation you don't really have control, but you could take control of it. And everything will be and everything will be okay over
1: <laughs> I think that if we're at the point where you walk into the grocery store and you're like holy fuck there's no food anywhere no food. and you have no backup plan like we're
0: yeah we're already, we're, we're- Ooh, boy,
1: we're already in a if struggle. you
0: are yeah. if you are worried about food shortages and you're, you're just
1: planting shit, like you have no room to bitch
0: yeah, we have no, we can't plant right now. It is still too cold, believe it or not. Yeah, like
1: we can't it, well, we're not planting this year because we. this is our first year with this property, so we got to do some other stuff. But anyway, that's another story for another time. We can talk about that later. I want
0: Yeah,
1: go ahead. I don't, what are we?
0: What? I was going to say, even if you don't have the place to plant something, even if you can't do a garden, you can buy a little bit extra. Like oh, yeah. Like
1: there's you, all, yeah, so many buy a little extra. Yeah.
0: Get, get an extra thing of water. It, it, it's going to be okay.
1: It's it really is.
0: You no, know, it looks scary. And you're in these telegram groups, and it looks like we're all going to starve to death. But the reality of it is, is that we're probably we're not. Not. Um, we're not. It's going to get tough. But just buy the, a few
1: extra things. And you'll the that's be short, open. though, is all of the bu- all of the things that are blowing up and setting on fire is all of the bullshit food, right? Like it's, it's it, garbage. It, it, yeah, it's garbage. It's complete garbage. And I haven't done, I haven't done a deep dive into it because again, I was fucking around with the roof and the lug nuts falling off my truck, but um, uh, Cindy had posted something interesting in my telegrams about all of these factories that are, that are causing fires and all of these massive chemtrails that just maybe, just maybe, there's therapies in those chemtrails. They've switched what they're putting in the sky, and it's actually trying to reverse all of this damage, and it's actually trying to help us. I so have now you're research, now you're in
0: my freaking wavelength, because that's where I'm at with all of this. Right,
1: like, and it makes sense because they've been hot and fucking heavy, and I think I don't know. I just that's where I'm. I'm on the fence. I'm gonna.
0: I'm gonna. I want to back. Hold on. I want to back this up before we get away with hermit though, because I want to talk about this for a minute. And I believe you. And here's kind of why I believe you, right, is because and and we're going to talk we're going to talk about the elite. We'll talk about the swamp. So everybody's like they're trying to wipe out the food supply by starting all these places on fire. Okay, no, they've been wiping out the food supply for 10, 15, 20 years, and they've been doing it slowly by injecting a bunch of bullshit into it. That's not how the swamp works. The swamp's not going to just come out and start things on fire. Do you know, you know, that's, that's how, that's how the good guys work, right? They burn all this shit to the ground. They make you see it. They make you start planning ahead and and getting, you know,
1: that's the white. This is,
0: I, I'm the same and I am the same, like I'm in the same frame of mind with this is that this isn't, what you're seeing isn't, it looks nefarious and it sounds nefarious and it's, it looks scary and it sounds scary, but it's, it's, it's necessary and it has to be this way like it has that's the only way that that people would have waken or would wake up that was kind of the part to all of this great awakening stuff the only way that people are going to actually do the work to wake up is if it affected them boots on the ground and the only way that it's going to do that is by doing big grandiose moves like burning down the food factories right but it's garbage but it's just like you said it's like your snickers and your mountain what is one was like a, a mountain dew plant or coke plant
1: I don't know but i i don't i've never been a big pop fan i don't like fizz like i don't like the bubbles it may uh, okay. it's like tv static no thank you um <laughs> like i can't i don't i can't uh, it tastes like the old tv like have you ever licked one of the tv ship? you know what i'm talking no, about no no like well i get i
0: liken it to so you know that spicy mustard shit you get with your sushi what do they call that oh
1: um uh not the, it's not the, it's the, um, it's the
0: green ah. one. What is it called? Wasabi. 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 Wasabi to me tastes like turpentine and people are like, well, how do you know what turpentine tastes like? I'm like, "You can don't smell it, but I can smell it. And that that's what I would assume that it tastes like. It, right. it, it tastes,
1: me, it tastes how it like smells, turpentine. right? Yes. Like, have you ever touched the te- the old TVs? Remember the old TVs? Yes. You could feel My like hair static? was. Yep. Yeah. That's what I never licked, licked it. Like, that's what bubbles taste like. <laughs> Anyway, but Mountain Dew has fucking flame retardant. I told this to Dirty Dan because he's drinking a fucking Mountain Dew. I go, will you stop drinking that shit? He's like, why? He's like, I'm only down to whatever blah, blah, blah a week. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You're still drinking it. And he's like, why? I'm like, it's got fucking flame retardant in it. You want to know what he says to me? He goes, well, at least I won't catch on fire from the inside. Aha! Thanks, Dirty Dan. <laughs> That's funny.
0: That's what I would say. I'm I don't like, okay. know.
1: But uh, so Getting back to this, the, the the lack of understanding and taking that that seat of the observer, and what you were talking about with like constantly planning and stuff, and we're actually we just finished this chapter in Untethered Soul, is you you get so hung up on controlling the outside world because your inner world, your inside, is not okay, and you you're you're under this false pretense that the only way that you're gonna be okay is if you control and manipulate everything around you so that that's okay. When in actuality, you just have to let it be because it it is what it is. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what this whole journey is. That's what this whole awakening is. And the reason that the things have to get this bad and these fires have to happen and these these massive events have to happen to get these people to wake up is it's the only thing that's going to make them move, right? Mm -hmm. Like even, even in our own lives, like you've had to have these things happen to you because it's the only thing that would make you move. Those people had to be fucking terrible to you so that you would finally detach and leave that situation and find something better. Like it just, everything happens for a reason. It's, it's all connected. And just, just taking that, that seat of the observer and just separating that emotion away from it. It's, it's hard. It's, fucking hard right Mm -hmm. but it's so rewarding it's so rewarding to be able to look at a situation and go wow that would have like fucking set me off for a whole month in the past and just to let it unfold and it's fine it's fine
0: everything is everything is fine it really really is everything is okay i i know there's a lot of scary information being thrown out there and and everybody's like worried about all the stuff but if you take you, if you step away from your phone and you step away from all that, if you put that all on a shelf and shut the door for a little bit and just look around you and and keep yourself. And this is something I've been practicing for the last like two weeks. Last two weeks, I've been like just kind of all over like what like this. But I've been really focused on on. OK, I'm not going to worry about this because I'm not going to worry. I'm going to worry about what's happening right now, right here in front of me. And I'm gonna stay in today. Like there's nothing I can do about this because it's today. Like I, I'm focusing. And you know what it is so weird that everything that I would have worried about all day event you know works itself out exactly. by the next day. By the next day, I wake up and it's it's already fixed, or something happened and now it's fine. And I wait, I would have wasted a whole day worrying about it and trying to like control it that. And it feels really weird to do because you feel like this is what like procrastinating people do. Right. And I don't want to do that. Like, I don't, I'm not a procrastinator. I like to get shit done. But by doing this and allowing myself to just like rest, I, I didn't make any, you know, cause normally this would be the time I would make big decisions and I would like, this would You're be the time I would react. You know. I would react. Yeah. But I didn't, I just stayed I very it. present. Oh, and it just changed things like, mm-hmm. and things, things just looked a lot better. And if you can really, and it takes so much practice to so do this. Hard. We're so hard. It's, and I don't know why
1: it's so hard. Why is it so hard to Because just- it's going against everything that you know. We were just talking about this on the live this morning about riding, right? Like Talk when you to get me on about a horse this. and the horse takes off, your instinct is to pull back on the reins and lean forward, right? Like you're gonna like lean forward on the horse. And what actually you have to do is you have to let you have to let go. And Mm -hmm. you have to lean back to get that horse to calm down and come back to you, right? So it goes against complete instinct of everything that not only we've been programmed to do, but everything that we've been taught generationally to do, right? Because you saw mom freak out about shit, you saw dad freak out about shit, right? So it's breaking all of these like encoded genetic bullshit pretty Mm -hmm. much, right? And it, and it all stems back from the programming, right? Because we were told to get worked up about these things, right? Mm-hmm. We see it on TV shows. It's it's programmed into us. There's mm-hmm. fucking crime shows that make millions of dollars based on people's reactions. Mm-hmm.
0: And the reaction is usually is what, what gets you into trouble. Yep. And, and a lot of people do this. And I don't know, like my whole generation, like this was all money. For some reason, like my whole generation of families like this was it was always money it was always either there's never enough money or we always need to be planning ahead with our money and I just never I I got to a point with that like I don't I don't want either one of that like if if we have money and we want to do something we're going to do it if we don't have money and we want to do something we'll plan to do it and like what like I said like I've had my lights shut off and I've had you know things like that happen and so I'm I'm aware and I have a budget I'm really good at budgeting and I try to stay ahead of it But I used to be so bad about it. Like I used to just, and I used to worry about it. Like it would keep me up at night. Like, and it made no sense because I I had a plan and the plan worked and it was fine. but I would worry. And I, and at some point I think people get to this point where like, they feel like if they don't worry about it, if they don't think about it, then it's going to explode. Like if they don't punish themselves, then that's, that's what they don't punish themselves by constantly living in that state of, of lack and fear. Then it's going to be 10 times worse than what it's going to be. If they did. Does that make sense?
1: It does because they're reverse manifesting it a hundred percent. They're giving it all of this energy that, Oh my God, I'm going to have money problems. I have money problems. I got all these money problems. The universe always says, yes, of course you're going to have money problems. And this is, this is kind of how I, how I look at, look at that. And this this happened a couple years ago for me. Like when I left, when I completely like shut my old life down and I left New York, Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck this. I'm not doing this anymore. And my dad asked me and he was like, what are you going to do for money? And I was like, it'll come to me when it needs to, like, I'll Mm -hmm. figure it out. It'll be fine. And if not, then I guess I don't need those things. Right. Like it really, it really broke down that, like, lack of need for material things anymore. Like I don't, I don't shop. I don't, this is my dad's flannel. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't do that stuff. So I don't, I don't, I don't really need money for that. And I've always had this, like, I don't really have money problems. So I don't have money problems. I don't like neurotically check my fucking bank account. I don't like, okay, well, if I spend money on this and I'm not going to have money for this, like I've had money problems. I've had to rob Peter to pay Paul. Like I've had to move shit mm-hmm. around. I've been with be like, huh? done all yep. that. Yeah, but yep. at this point in my life, like I just don't have money problems. Like it's it's just there. It's just money. I don't put energy into that into that energy currency. Mm-hmm. It's just, and it we is, don't, and it's a it's a means to live for me. That's all it is.
0: And that's kind of where we are too. Like an an Alec, or sorry, Relentless Mikey comes in and he says that they program the worst case scenario to control the action. And what's interesting about this is, is I don't think enough of us really think about the worst case scenario. If you you sit down, if you are overthinking something and it's keeping you up at night, and let's say it is money, okay? Let's say you're so worried about money because you don't have enough and you need to pay all these bills and you don't have enough. And so you're overthinking and you're overthinking and you're overthinking. And sit down and, and come up with a worst case scenario. Okay. And this I did this a while back, right? Like because when we moved and everything, it was like, okay, worst case scenario is we can't make our house payment, we can't make our car payments, and everything goes to the bank. That is absolute worst case scenario. Okay. We own Kermit. (laughs) We own Kermit. And so if worst case scenario were to happen, and it would be this is we would move into Kermit and move closer to where Mr. Shipwreck works. Or wherever we needed to be so that he could walk to work or we could walk, whatever. And we would, but we wouldn't die. Like our kids would still be fed. Like there are resources here. There are things we make enough money. And this is where I think the sense of lack comes from too. People are like, I don't have enough money for this. And you got to sit down and you got to look at the three or four basic things you need to survive, right? So the first thing is shelter. You need to make your house payment. That's it. Uh-huh. And if you can't make your house payment, then you need to move somewhere smaller. If you can't afford to move, you need to go talk to your bank. Think of some different, think of some different avenues. Just make sure you have some kind of shelter. Shelter. Food is the next one. Food is really, I'm sorry, well, water. Water actually is about before food. You need water. water. You need water consistently. You don't necessarily need food consistently. Like fasting. intermittent fasting is fantastic. If you're worried about food shortages, start practicing intermittent fasting. You'll be okay. It's uncomfortable and you'll get headaches and it sucks, but you'll be okay. You know, every other day, intermittently fast. Um, but food is the next thing. But you can live on one meal a day, right? And and it has to be garbage food. It has to be garbage food. That's okay. As long as the bellies are full and everybody's warm, it's fine. Okay, the last thing, you're probably going to need some transportation, right? So if the bank comes and takes all your cars, well, okay. So then you need to figure out a way, like if you, like public transportation, can you walk? To work? We've I've walked. I had lost my license for like two years and I walked everywhere with my kids to work, home from work in the middle of the night because I work night shift, you can still walk, you can still go to work, you can still do the things. It's just going to be really uncomfortable for you. There it the is. last
1: there the it last is.
0: thing is is communication. This is a yeah. big one, especially for me, right? So I, I run a pocket. I need the internet to do what I do. Okay? So I'm like, okay, so I need to make exact, we came right, when we broke right down to it, when it broke right down to it, we needed to make at least fifteen hundred dollars a month in order to live and this is just to live this is to make a car one car payment so we got at least one vehicle right the house payment enough food to last 30 days not probably any good food nothing that my kids are going to want. no snacks nothing like that right and then like our utility bill and then the internet bill fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars a month is what we would need and i'm like so as long as i can and you can make that working at like mcdonald's or you can you know there are things that you can do and I think people, they start to get really scared and then they can't think straight. But if you sit down and you do that, it, it, it takes away all that fear. Cause it's just like, well, as long as I have this and I've got more than this, well then you're okay. You're gonna be
1: fine. Yeah.
0: Over. Over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I I really think that that's where people get so so hung up. And I was just having a conversation With someone the other day about this is, you know, they were getting all all bent out of shape about a whole bunch of shit. I said, "All right, whoa, stop, just stop." I said, "What are you really getting worked up about?" Well, this isn't gonna happen, and now this whole thing is just shot to shit. Like we went from this to the whole other street. Yeah, like we went we went from zero to 190 real fucking quick. Okay, like Mm -hmm. char don't even take off that fast. All right, and. I was like, we need to just, we need to just break this down. Like, this is not nearly as bad as you're making it out to be. And you're dumping in all of these really irrational, like super rare scenarios, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's not, it's not going to happen. And you're, you're putting all this energy into this thing. So of course you're going to be all worked up about it. Like, it's not, let's just, let's just break it down. Let's just take a second here and do exactly what you said, right? Like it's, Mm okay, we can do this. Okay, we can do this. And I feel like that's, that's where I was going with it is people go, we, we jump so quick to these massive conclusions of final things that are going to happen. And it's almost like we just forget and get super lazy about all of these other options, right? Like even going back to the to, to fucking COVID, right? Well, I had to get the shots to keep my job. No, 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 no. You did not have to get it to to keep your or to you to chose. Keep your job and keep money. You chose to you do chose. it, right? And I feel like that's where people get real. Like you have a choice. You one hundred percent have a choice in everything, mm-hmm. and I and you never know the consequences of those choices. You never know what's gonna happen. Do you know the story of the Chinese farmer? By Alan Watts. Maybe. Maybe.
0: I think well, I've heard about it before. Okay. Maybe but, I don't know. Tell me.
1: It's a, it's a beautiful time. I'm going to send you my playlist for Alan Watts because, oh, God, he is such an underrated underrated man, n- not talked about nearly enough. Okay. But the story of the Chinese farmer is this farmer loses his horse one day. And, oh, such a sad story. And, you know, the farmer was talking to somebody, and the guy was like, oh, I'm so sorry that you lost your horse. And he goes, Yeah, it's all right. You know, maybe it's, maybe it's a bad thing. Maybe it's a good thing, you know. Well, the next day that horse comes back. And it brings seven other horses with it, seven other wild horses and all the townspeople gather and go, Oh, how wonderful it is that you have all these horses. Now look at these beautiful horses that you all have such an amazing Mm -hmm. thing. And the farmer said, well, maybe. So his son was trying to break one of these horses and he had fallen and broken his arm. The doctor goes, I'm so sorry that your, that your son broke his arm. You know, he's going to be in a cast. This is, you know, this is terrible. I'm sorry about this. And the farmer said, well, maybe. A week later, the commissioner had come by to draft for the military and they didn't take his son because he had a broken arm. And, and a couple neighbors were like, oh, that's so great that your son didn't get drafted. Now he can stay home and, you know, you can be with him. And the farmer said, oh, you know, maybe. Right. Like maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing. But the moral of the story is you never know the consequences of bad luck, just as you don't know the consequences of good luck.
0: I love this. I, I love that. You can you send me that story? Yeah, 100%. I love that
1: story. That, I because I feel like there's a lot more to it, and it's way better when he sell, tells it. But yeah, that's the. Well, that's yeah,
0: it. but yeah, send me the playlist. Yeah. Send me the story. I yeah. I I feel like more of us need to live in that kind of state, and this yeah. is the kind of state I'm, I'm trying to stay in as well, yeah. with the good and the bad. Just yeah, like I mean. when I'm banned on my TikToks, I mean, yeah. I come out here and I'm like, "What, you knucklehead?" But really, like in here, yeah. I'm like. You know does it suck? I don't know, maybe, but you maybe. maybe not. Like maybe now I usually take these as an opportunity to do something else for a while. Right. And I or like a uh, force, like I needed a break. And like, so okay, you know, the YouTube took off. Yeah, I mean it it does, it does well, but maybe I don't I don't know. Could it yeah, do probably. better? It might could it fall apart? It might. But if you stay in this constant state of just letting things Absolutely come, maybe. letting them go, yeah, like a, a consistently maybe. And it's hard, it's hard, but it gets easier the more you practice it. And one of the key things to it is just being aware. And this mm-hmm. is, this is it. And you can, you can still go and spin out and overthink and do the stuff. That's fine. As long, aware as, you're, that you're doing it. as long as you're aware, as long as you're aware that you get, you can still come back to here and you don't need anybody to come back to here. This is what gets me too, because like you were talking about, you were talking with somebody and then they just kept going in and deeper and deeper. I can't deal with people like that because it's, I'm not like gridded up enough. I'm not, um, I'm not there yet. I'm getting there. Like I'm working on a lot of different things and how to keep, it's kind of part of the empathic shit, but I, people like that, that are just, you know, and then I I get annoyed. I'm like, what do you like? That is just not going to happen. Like you're and at that some point you're doing it for like the reassurance and I'm not very good at reassuring people for stupid things. Like I, I'm just well, not it like goes I'm, into
1: that pattern and that repetitiveness that we've talked about. And it, we love you, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you. And and it, it comes to a point in those situations. Like we're we're having a conversation and I'm trying to talk you off the ledge and you're just yeah you're just you not just keep listening. going. You're, yeah, not, and you're now not getting it attention right now you're right. just bitching just to bitch. Right. And she right and, and at there's a point in time that I've, I've gotten really good at just, I kind of almost just,
0: I just, I'm, I can't, I can't even like just sit back and let you do it. Like, I'm just going to leave. Like you are not the type of person I want to be around. I am a solutions person. Like even, you know, the dumbest solution. I don't even care what it is. It can be the dumbest solution. Bring me something, you know, and then let's build on that. Stop focusing on all the things that could go wrong. And let's start focusing on all the things that are going to go right because of what happened, right? This We talk about COVID and the silver linings, okay? Everybody's so focused on the things that went wrong with COVID and the New World Order and the government. And yeah, absolutely. They all suck. The government yep. sucks. The government is bad. And this is why you shouldn't listen to them, which is a silver lining at the end of the day. Because when you stop giving into the programming, you start to live in your purpose. When you start to live in your purpose, it's hard because Everything you don't really know what you're together. Yeah. Because nobody's telling you what to do. Like yep. you're so used to people telling you what to do and the steps you need to take to be successful in life. But when you branch out on your own, because now you realize the steps that you're taking to be successful in life are taking you down into a place of uh, no buenoism. <laughs> no buenoism. <laughs> no buenoism. But it's that, hard, but it a it's work? a silver. Yeah, it is. I'm making, I'm going to write it. We're going to write a dictionary. Yeah, floctionary. I'll add it in. The floctionary. Add it in it's I'm not like a whole shipwreck chapter okay i used another word the other oh demasculation is not a word i used it though <laughs> but it's not a word it doesn't it doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean what you think it means which is nothing it, it means nothing because It's not a word but you know there you go demasculation if you know
1: you know right if you know you know, you
0: know. You know i guess but i, I feel like there are the, and this goes back to like the people that need constant reassurance i am not the friend for that like i need constant like, I need a friend that's good. Actually, I don't. I've gotten really good at reassuring myself and and bringing myself out of that because I don't want to burden people with it. And because I know how it feels to be burdened with that. It's almost like a responsibility to reassure you constantly, like, because you want to make people feel better. You don't want to make them. But you know what? I don't want to be around. So I'm just going to stop talking to you. Like, go take your problems elsewhere. If you have no intention of fixing them, you just want to add more problems on problems because you want me to come in and be like, it's okay. And oh, I hear you. You know what? I don't fucking fix it. Stop being a big crybaby.
1: <laughs> it's true.
0: I'm thinking of a few scenarios in my life where this has happened. Yeah. Where it became, it became like- so, it became really obvious that this person has, has they don't want to fix it. They want to live in this perpetual state of victimhood.
1: And, and I'm just like, you know what?
0: You, you're being a big, you're being a biggity bitch. Like go fix it. Like you're, you're grown. Okay. I have, we all, everybody has problems. I don't usually vent to anybody or talk to anybody about situations that are going on unless I feel like they can attribute to the solution to which those, those sit, that situation is. I'm not a venter. I'm not going to come to you and be like, God, like this sucks. And this is so terrible. Unless I feel like you can. And even then I'm going to approach it with a, Hey, this happened. I have this idea on how to fix it. I might need your help. You know, uh, What's your like impact? when i got banned what
1: thoughts on
0: what? right yeah let like, me what are your thoughts on this like yeah. when knucklehead took down our TikTok, i was like you fucker. but even then i'm like as i sent somebody a message i'm like this fucker, fuck this guy <laughs> and it was basically that it was like look this guy like i feel better now like i wasn't even like i'm just like i feel better for saying it out loud and
1: well i, I really oh, wasn't looking on. for can anything I, can i can yeah. I? Can we stop please right here for a second over oh over <laughs> We got breaker one nighter here. I want to make a comment. It's a
0: big convoy. Okay.
1: Um, On that point, right? Where it's not so much event, but it's understanding how you need to release that energy initially. And here, here's where I get real mm, is that's not my shadow. That's not my shadow. That's me releasing that energy just because i tell the story mm-hmm. i'm releasing it that doesn't mean that i'm living in it
0: there's a difference between there's like difference. you could come to me and be like a shit. This, this, this 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 happened and i'd be like hey becca that sucks but what if we did this this this, and you'd be like oh yeah that 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 is gonna work and i'm like well, let's try that like there's this but that's that's the difference there's the unless and it's you coming it's to me like being that, like fucking a shit this 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 and this happened and then I'd be like let's do this this and this and you'd be like well no because this isn't going to work and that's not going to and I'm like well then what do you want like well, why are you here yeah and you'd be like I'm feeling a certain way okay well let me hug you and let's go let, with there's fi- let's fix it let's try some people coffee, just they like, don't like, even want to try
1: <laughs> so and here's the other thing too is I feel like it, it taps into those patterns, right? And that difference between people actually seeking genuine advice, right? and genuinely looking for someone to talk to. I'm here for it all day. That's what I do. And then there's just you just you just go around and and around with with and this is like past like past experiences, you know, and the other thing is, fuck it's gone. Did my thought fall out again? because God, damn I didn't it. see it. Shit! Oh, oh. What about oh, the venting? Okay, the no. venting, right? The vent, venting I got it, about it, right? Like you were like, "I'll oh, fuck this guy," right? Like you, you message someone pretty much, and like <laughs> there's there's a there's a couple people where like I'll set like especially like Dirty Dad. I'm like, "Oh my god, do you see this? Like, do you see what's happening right here?" But I'm not mass sending it out to everyone. I'm not. That's another thing. A whole fucking yes. series on TikTok about it. I might make you a video. You might get a video. Now but don't think do that, that don't lot. think that it's nothing special. Everybody gets videos. You know what I mean? Like I, right. I just I, it's the patterns. It's the patterns of things. And it's, it's the it's the it's the redundancy of never. It's just there's no resolve.
0: Ever. And if it's not this thing, or if this thing resolves, then there's automatically another <laughs> thing. Like people live in a perpetual state of and I hate the word drama because I, I don't feel like I don't I'm like you. Know, I don't want to use that word. I, people live in a perpetual state of victimhood. Like no matter yeah. what happens, like that's always going to be bad. They can't find the silver lining. They can't find the good in anything. And really, that pessimistic
1: brings a viewpoint. It's always correct. A pessimistic I and hate I'm not here for it.
0: Me I'm neither. Like find ace, like make one up at this point. Like just, you know what? So I, I can't even think of a problem where I wouldn't have a solution. Of some, sort. I, I, I wouldn't. So, okay. He's like, Oh, I lost my job. Oh man, that sucks. But you know what? You hated that job. You complained about it all the time. Here's a really good opportunity for you to go find something else. Oh, well, nothing's, nobody's hiring. Well, how do you know? You've literally lost your job five minutes ago and now you're you're here talking to me about it. You haven't even looked. And then it's like, well, the the only place I have is fast food restaurants. Okay, well, that's great. Go work at a fast food restaurant, work your butt off and work yourself up and become management and then go do something else. Like there's always... This is how you stay in, like, out of... And there's a complainer mode, too. I think complaining is a big... There's a difference between venting occasionally and being like, fuck, this is so fucking frustrating. girl, And just complaining. Like, constant complaining. I
1: think it's about the approach, though. And we've talked about this before, Maybe, yeah. right? It's how you come... Yeah. It's how you address it. It's how you approach it. I would agree. And I think that, I that don't. From a state from a state of awareness. Like, I know that I no longer... Complain about things. I vent about situations that are presently happening, but mm-hmm. I no longer like com- complain about things that I used well,
0: to. Well, venting. About. Oh, usually venting. Venting usually has a solution attached to it, right. right? There usually is a "fuck this guy," but it's cool because you know what? Now I have time to do this, this, and this. this. It's I
1: view it venting is as is like, energy
0: release, and that right.
1: complaining is where you just you live there. That's when you unpack. Yeah. Like I can feel like even just that word. I hate. I don't. I don't like complainers. Like let's remove complaining and expectations completely out of our vocabulary. Okay.
0: Okay. It's not not going in the dictionary. Complaining is going to be replaced with biggity bitch, and then the the other one. Uh, what was the other one? No buenoism. No, no. But we're, we're we're replacing the other word with no buenoism. So there you go. It'll be published on Amazon soon. You guys can have your own. Stay tuned. Um, coming, coming,
1: to, coming to coming a dictionary soon. near you.
0: <laughs> I'm going to get my own chapter in the back. Yes. Um, it's going to be great. Okay. That's it. Becca, we're over oh, our hour because of course we, we our, are.
1: We got our thing. I just you got to read the
0: thing. I think I've, I'm supposed to have a live with Hey Y'all, but since I'm banned on my, this is probably my biggest complaint, but I even found a solution for this. I couldn't get a hold of her because I emailed her on TikTok all the time. She's really nowhere else except Telegram. But I found her and I think she just gave me back. So maybe, hey, y'all, will be on. It'll be good. <laughs> I sent you a I, message and a follow ship. Oh, bet. Okay. So we're good with her.
1: Maybe. So here's we'll our see. quote for the day. Yes. And it always, I love that these always fit into exactly what we're talking about. So here's the mm-hmm. quote Remember this, that very little is needed to make a happy life. That's what I'm saying.
0: You need the four I, things, right? I, four I, things. If you can afford those four things on some level, you're going to be fine. Is you're it going like to be fine. hard? It might be a little harder. Is it probably it's probably not even going to be hard? It's just gonna be uncomfortable because it's, it's not be you're not you're not gonna be used to what you were you were doing. Different. If you have to live in your car, it's okay. If you have to live in a homeless shelter, until you get your feet under that's pretty extreme. That's probably not gonna happen. Like, and if it if you are close to that happening, then like get with one of us and we'll get you a plan together and we'll get you out. Like that's where the community comes in at. Right. Just don't put yourself there like just stay in the present if you're really worried about something if you're really worried about food shortages pull everything out of your pantry today get a cardboard box make that cardboard box a dedication to food if the grocery stores ever go empty put everything that's shelf stable in that cardboard box put that cardboard box in your in your basement and and then okay so then that takes it away then you're done it's everything really is going to be OK. I need you to stay in the mindset and the reminder that the media is out here to scare you. They're trying to scare you because they're trying to control you. And this goes on both sides. This goes on everything. This goes exactly. on the right and the left. This goes on on the the truthers is the same thing. This is all I'm seeing all over telegram is, is these are all on fire. We better get ready. We need to get ready. Food shortages are coming and they're 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 spiking the water with sneak venom. And I fucking hate that because you're scaring people and you don't need to be. You need to be prepared. You need to be prepared. You need to be ready. But you should have been ready, you know, years ago. Like this has been going on for years and years and years. Right. We've had moments like this and we've all survived 100% of our worst days. There it is. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Everything will
1: be okay as soon as you're okay with everything. Correct. Just it is what it is.
0: You don't think clearly when you're living in a perpetual state of overthinking and fear. You can't do anything. You're no good to yourself and you're no good to us. Like, you are going to be in the, the bottom rack of the dishwasher at that. You're going to be in the, we're going to take care of you, but you're not going to contribute to anything that we're you doing. You need to be Because you're racked. so panicked. <laughs> panicked people do not make good leaders. Panicked people do not make good decisions. Resetting yourself. Gain control of you, which is all you really can control. And then let it just come and let it go. It's going to be okay. Uh-huh. So, that's it. Queen of the flat. That's, that's all we got. Thank you so much line. for coming on. You guys, I love your faces. Thank you so much for being here. We are off tonight. So we are live tomorrow night with Alpha Anna. So I'm taking Wednesday mornings off to take a, uh, to uh, make breakfast with my kids and stuff. Like I'm I'm going to do like, that. A whole yeah, we're going to do that until probably through the summer. They have swim lessons and stuff are also going to be starting. So schedules are going to start getting moved around a little bit. I don't know what they look like entirely yet, but with baseball and, and swimming lessons. Um, we may have to start moving some times, but we're going to see, but Wednesday mornings is going to be off so I can make breakfast with them and just hang out with them in the morning. Um, so tomorrow night we're live with Alpha Ann on, and that's at 8 PM central standard time. I believe he's still good to go. And then we'll just keep going. You guys, we just got to keep going. Have a great day, everyone. We love your faces. Thank you for being here. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom, I says hi and watch out for deer. Bye guys.